Welcome to On the Way with Tony Chris. Each weekday, Dr. Chris will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 71. This week, let's take a journey. Let's learn some geography, some geographical terms, and let's get our bearings together. And I think you're going to enjoy this week as we look at some of the wonderful places in the land of Israel. We're going to walk up and down the land together, either in a journey that's coming up soon, or one day we'll walk it together during the great kingdom on earth. If you're a child of God, you're going to go to Jerusalem either now or then. I'd love for you to go now with me and uh, learn so that we could be more productive and understand the word of God better. But I assure you, one day you will see the land in all of its glory. During the days when Messiah reigns and those of us who are born again into his family, we're going to reign with him. But I want to talk to you about uh, some directions, uh, primarily east and west. And we're going to take as our backdrop to that, the prophet Zechariah, Zechariah, And I want to begin at chapter 14. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, and your spoil will be divided in your midst. For I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. Half of the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations. As he fights in the day of battle, and in that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. That is, the Mount of Olives is on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west. Now mark those passages because we're going to come back to that phrase from east to west. And it's going to make a very large valley. Half of the mountain shall move northward and half of it shall move toward the south. Now that's just the opposite of the lay of the land and the way that the terrain runs because it runs in a way that the mountains run, yes, north and south, but the valleys and the mountains are east and west. And so I want to talk with you about that term, east and west, because it will help you to understand a little bit about the geography and directions in the Bible. You see, the primary directions are east and west in the Bible. This was before the poles were mentioned or talked about or even discovered. East and west is not where the poles are. That's north and south. And uh, that's how we get our directions today. We talk about a true north. Well, in the Bible, you talk about a true east. And uh, there is no word for east in the Hebrew language. It is the word forward. And there's no word really for west. It's the word behind or rear. And so when you talk about the sea to the east, uh, you're always talking about what we would call the Dead Sea, or we're talking about the sea that is right below Jerusalem, the salt sea, Yam Hamelik, the sea of salt. Or you're talking about the Mediterranean, which would be to the west and would be behind. Behind from where? In front of from where? Well, the direction in the Bible are always taken from the land of Israel, the land of promise. It's the center of the earth. It's the place where all directions are given from. 
and given toward. And when you're standing on the Mount of Olives, you're looking over a great precipice, a great valley. It's the Syrian African Rift Valley. And when you stand on the top, the crest of the Mount of Olives, you can see all the way to the other ridge, which is in modern day Jordan. And that is where another great highway ran called the King's Highway. And the Patriarchal Highway, the ridge road on the west Western side of the Jordan is uh, the way that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the patriarchs would go because it would start at Shechem, Shechem, and run all the way to Beersheba. Uh, And it would run along the top of the ridge, something like the great Blue Ridge Parkway in North Carolina and uh, in Virginia that runs along the top of the ridges. And sometimes you can see to on one side of the mountain range, and then you can see on the other when you're right at one of those peaks. Well, here's what I want to say to you, all directions in the Bible are given from the what we would call the Western Ridge, and that is where the Mount of Olives is and so forth, because that's where Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, the city of God is. And so everything is given from directions from that Western Ridge. And the reason I say that is when, for instance, you're looking at Zechariah chapter 14 and verse 8, just a little bit Father, in that passage, it says, And in that day it shall be that living waters shall flow from Jerusalem when? When Messiah comes, when his feet touch down on the Mount of Olives. And half of them, that is these waters of this great river that will run, half of them toward the eastern sea, that would be the Dead Sea, and I'll explain that in a moment, or the Salt Sea, Yam Hamelik. Yam is the word for sea, body of water, Hamelik of uh, salt, and half of them toward the western sea. Now, what I want you to see is there's no word for east. There's no word for west. The word for east is the word Kedem or Kedem. It's the word that has to do with forward or front. That's what the word is. And so when you're standing on the Mount of Olives and you are facing forward, you're facing east. Used to be, before we got so politically correct, that when we talked about the far east where the sun rises, we talked about the orient. And people who came from there were called oriental. And so when you wanted to get your bearings in the ancient world, you always face east. There was no compass. And so you always face toward the rising of the sun, which was due east. And you got your true east. And behind you would have been due west toward the setting of the sun because everything was based around the sun, not on the poles. And so when you were looking forward, you were looking east. And so still today, when we want to get our bearings and you go to a new job or you go to a new school or you begin a new work, you always go to what's called orientation. Why? Because you are getting your true bearings, your sense of where everything is and how you access that. That's called orientation still to this day. And that comes from this idea of your true east. So when you're standing on 
on the Mount of Olives and you're facing the rising of the sun, the Dead Sea is right below you. It is in front of you. And that is why it's called the Front Sea or the Forward Sea or in modern parlance in English, the Eastern Sea. Now, what about the Mediterranean? It would be directly behind you, just beyond the ridge. You can go not far from Jerusalem, just a little ways from Jerusalem, just a little ways west or behind if you're facing east in Jerusalem on the Mount of Olives, what would be behind you would be the Mediterranean. That's called the hinder sea or the sea behind. It comes from the word akar. Akar literally means to remain behind or to tarry. And so the entire orientation of the Bible is the picture that you see is the man with his legs spread apart and he is facing east. That means his right hand, the hand of power, is to the southern direction. And to the north would be his left hand to the north. And the Bible talks about evil always coming from the north. Uh, The word in Latin for left is sinestra. And so that is brought right over into our language, sinister. Why? Because the hand of power in the Bible is always the hand of authority in the Bible is always the right hand. And so left is looked upon as coming out of left field or sneaky. And so it's brought over into our language, sinister. And that has a connotation with it as well as a definition. It means left, but it connotes uh, something bad, something evil, something sneaky, something sinister. And so these are words that are used from ancient times. And so when it talks about in the book of Zechariah, that the waters that flow out of the great uh, temple that Ezekiel talked about in Ezekiel 47, it says half of them toward the eastern, that means the frontal, the forward sea, which is the dead sea. And Ezekiel refers to that in Ezekiel 47, that there'll be so much pure, fresh water running from the temple, from the Gihon and the subterranean waters there, the aquifers, that it will run so much, so deep, so fast, so pure that it will cause the salt dead waters, the filled with minerals to become like the Mediterranean where uh, plants will grow around it, where there will be fresh water and so much so that fish will live in what is now the Dead Sea. And the Mediterranean is that which is behind. It says in half will flow toward the Western Sea. The word is not West, the word is behind. So what I want you to see is the imagery is that a person is standing with his back toward on the Mount of Olives, his back toward the setting of the sun, and he is looking east, and the sea that is right before him is the Yam HaMelech, the Dead Sea, as we call it, the Salt Sea. It's right below you, 4,000 feet below you. The Mount of Olives is 2,700 feet above sea level. The Dead Sea directly right below you that you can see from the Mount of Olives is 1,300 feet below sea level. You put those two together, and you've got an elevation shift 
shift and difference of 4,000 feet. So you're up on the mountaintop looking 4,000 feet below, and on a clear day, you can see the Dead Sea shining right at your feet. So that is the frontal or the forward sea. And behind you is the Mediterranean or what is called the Western Sea. And so east and west is front and behind, and all of that is based upon the orientation of east-west in the Bible. I hope this helps you. And as you walk this week on the way, I hope that you will sometime in the future make a journey to Israel with me and get that on your mind and let's go together. God bless you. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.